Welcome to the fourth episode of Downtime Podcast, where two co-workers talk about video games. I'm Elisa. I'm Jeremy. We're live after work. Yeah. This is our first time. Well, no. First time doing it after work? I think this is our first time doing it after work. Yeah. And so, We're in a different room this time, so if you hear some background noise. If you hear a heater. Or air conditioner or whatever it is. Since our last podcast, we were talking about Yakuza 0 as of this week. Nothing's really changed. We're still playing Yakuza 0. I'm still obsessed with that game. It's I spent still, this past weekend playing it. It's still the greatest thing ever so far. We're going we're gonna to spend the first part of our podcast talking a little bit more about Yakuza, especially now that both of us have played through a few more chapters, played through a lot of the side stories and a lot of the side activities now. Yeah. Um, and then a little bit later on, we'll have a guest come in and they'll talk about some stuff with us. And we'll go from there. Yeah. So I just want to start out by saying... I'm still having a lot of fun with Yakuza 0. I'm actually stuck on Chapter 5 because I've been I've spent too much time doing two things. The first thing is pocket car racing. I've been obsessed with beating little kids in that game. Oh, my God. <laughs> because you can buy, like, you can, well, you can buy a car called the uh, the Killer Bee from the thrift shop in, in the game. And it's 50 million yen. <laughs> and it seems like a lot of money. How many people did you beat up for that? I bought it. Oh, uh, how many people did I beat up? I, be- I beat up Mr. Shakedown at least four times. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And it's actually funny because there's actually four different Mr. Shakedowns. There's two in there's Osaka. Four? Yeah, there's two different ones in Osaka and two different ones in Kamurocho. Wow. Yeah. So, um, pocket car racing is probably my favorite thing right now because I like, the, <laughs> I like customizing the cars. It sounds super nerdy and stupid, but, but in the beginning, I hated it because I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe I have to 100% this game in order to do this. And I bought the 50 million, doll- 50 million yen car. Um, I'll talk about where that money came from a little bit more later. Um, but pocket car racing is really fun because you can customize your car, you can race around with, in it, and uh, you, you like it's basically just fun watching your car run around in circles. I don't know if it, it's not for everyone, I understand, but for me, I'm like, oh my god, this is actually really cool because like there's actually a, ch- a risk that your car might fall off the track or you might lose money because. You actually have to pay money to enter the races. You don't really win any of the money that comes back from entering the race, but it's still fun, like putting in all like all this time and money into racing your cars, kind of like real stock car racing. Are you friends with the pocket car store owner? He's so you get to befriend someone that is involved with the pocket car circuit, and he's actually the announcer. He's not really a racer. He's like the guy that just mm-hmm. announces everything and. He has an interest- and he's dressed in a very fly track suit. Oh yeah, he look, he's very flamboyant, very loud. Um, yeah, there's some there's some jokes about it, but I won't go into it because I think I want you to play it first, Elisa, and then we'll talk about no, it. No, I've played Pocket Car. Oh okay, okay. Yeah, that's why I that's why I know. There's a joke where there's a joke where you could say something to him and he thinks it's gay and he says, "Oh, I'm not into guys." I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, that was one of the options to choose for the dialogue, but yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm obsessed with that right now. And the other thing I will say I spend a lot of time on because I haven't progressed in the game is the real estate mini game. I and haven't you, actually really gone into that yet, so you can talk about it. Yeah, just a little bit. I don't want to talk too much about it because um, it's not really spoilery because um, it's part of the game. And I don't think it's spoilery. No, 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 not at all. But um, so the real estate mini game in Yakuza Zero is where at some point after you beat the first part of the Osaka chapter so after you finish the first night as majima in osaka you go back to kiryu in kamurocho and you get you unlock the uh real estate mini game and so what it is is that you meet this guy and he gives you a bunch of properties to manage 
in all in, in that whole area and there's five different areas and you have to unlock each one by talking to a certain person and beating up certain people um so what it does is that you invest in certain properties in that area with the money that you already have so you have to buy certain shops and you once you do you can invest a certain amount of money in them and the max for the first area is 70 million yen and that's where i got the money to, to buy that pocket car that's one of the one of the areas of income uh so when it comes to purchasing these places, you'll need people to help manage and to help guard and, and secure these uh, these buildings that you buy in these in these areas, to be exact. So, I was telling Elisa earlier, not off off the podcast, that uh, sub stories will come into play later. So, some of the characters that you meet in these sub stories um, actually come back and help you manage your real estate business, and they can actually net you a lot of money. So you're talking about the girl who is like the guy who's trying to find about his about his girlfriend. About his girlfriend. Yeah. So that the that girl that at the very very end, the the mastermind, she actually helps you manage your real estate business. Oh, because of what Curio did for her. Yeah. Okay. So all yeah. So all these characters that you help, even the ones that you don't remember, will come back and be like, "Hey, I did this for you, and I'm looking for a job. Do you think you can help me?" And you're like, "Yeah, I'll help you." That's kind of interesting. Yeah. Because, um, I recently went through the side story mm-hmm. about. The, the actor who kind of looks like James Dean and he has a band. Ah, and they yeah. were having a shoot. Mm-hmm. So I wonder, I have a, like, I wouldn't be surprised if he came back. Yes. All right. Jeremy's nodding his head right yes. now. <laughs> you, he will help you a lot later on. Oh, nice. All these characters, they, yeah, they, they require a certain amount of payment for um, upping your bill when it comes to uh, just like security and management for the real estate game. And you'll net a lot of money with these characters, and you'll help upgrade your shops to uh, from D rank all the way to S rank. And the higher the rank of the shop, the more money you'll get. Yeah, which is really really nice. And you kind of want that when it comes to managing your real estate and just getting more money in general. More money in in Yakuza is nice. Yes, and I mean I suppose the the entire game of Yakuza is based off of real estate, anyways. Yes, yeah, that's true. Plus, Mr. Shakedown. Mr. Shakedown is like this big mini boss in the game, and he beat the shit out of you if you are not prepared. Jeremy just beat him last night. Yeah. He and sent I, me the video of it. I sent a video <laughs> I sent a video of Elisa of me beating uh, Mr. Shakedown for like the sixth or seventh time and I, I got a billion dollars from him and in the background the music is like I want to be a billionaire and then I just sent it to her. Wow. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was awesome. When The first time I encountered Mr. Shakedown I kind of didn't know what to expect. I was going against him and when you hit him it does a lot of damage it actually does a pretty good amount of damage so i thought i was gonna win that battle yeah yeah until all of a sudden mr shakedown tackles into me and takes up half of my yep. health as well as half of my money <laughs> because <laughs> with mr shakedown what it is is it's a, a walking character and if you run into him he's gonna start a battle with you and the point of the battle is to win with Mr. Shakedown. If you win against him, you'll get all the money that he has currently on him. Yep. But if Mr. Shakedown beats you, he's going to take all of your money. Not even just like a fraction of it, just the entire pot. Yeah, and there are some items you can get in the game that will help you secure your money. There's like a, a security wallet and there's also a hidden belt. And I recommend if you want to fight him since you don't have the security wallet yet because you have to obtain it from a sub story. Okay. Go to the thrift store. It's like La Blanche or something. It's mm-hmm. like some French name. And then you can buy the security wallet for 300000 right. And Oh, I'm sorry. You can buy the uh, the hidden belt for 300000 Got it. Yeah, and that'll help you 
at least save some of your money so you won't lose everything. Okay, cool. But the nice thing is that next time you see Mr. Shakedown, he'll have the money that he stole from you still. And so if you succeed in beating him, you'll get your money and double that or triple that depending on how much he has. That's pretty good. Yeah. He's like my favorite character to play to beat up because then I can just take his money. Yeah, whenever I encounter him, I either run away really fast in the opposite direction or yeah. I reload my game because I ran into him and I didn't notice I was running into him. Yep. There's actually an item you'll get later called the Encounter Finder. You can oh. apply it to yourself and you'll see where he is on the map at all times. Okay. Which is so helpful because either when you want to fight him, you can find him. If you want to avoid him, you can avoid him. I do want to beat him one day. Yeah. That's no, what I'm totally. I'm not even, it's like, I'm not even trying to finish this game anymore. I just want to beat this guy up. Yeah, no, seriously. <laughs> like, your eternal goal. I know. It's funny because he's wearing, like, a tiny fedora. Yes. <laughs> not, well, not tiny. It's, like, it fits it's his head. It's pretty tiny. Yeah. It, it, like, the rim. Okay, the yeah. rim is tiny. I'm, I'm always thinking of those, like, fedora memes, like, milady. you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this guy, why is he wearing a fedora? I know. But the other guys who are also Mr. Shakedown in Osaka and Kamurocho, they also are as just as ridiculous as okay. that same guy. one. Yeah, because they all have different names, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Yes. Um, but yeah, and you, are you still playing the karaoke minigame? Oh, yeah. I play it all the time. I'm trying to get 100%. It's on, so hard. <laughs> on, what is it? Bakamitai? Yeah, Bakamitai. That's uh, my favorite song. That's my favorite song to play on the karaoke it's so right good. now. I'm trying really hard to 100%. It, mm -hmm. I think the highest that I've gone was 96. Nice. So it's the ultimate goal for me. Oh, yeah. Totally. And um, have you ever played Bust a Move before? Yes. I it, love that game. So... All of these mini games remind me of Busted Move a bit. Uh, yes. The ones that, that involve music, at least. Yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. I think the karaoke one is very, very similar to Busted mm. Move. Yeah, totally. It's accessible too. It is accessible. I just every time I mess up, I start like fiddling around, like, oh my god, what was the button? <laughs> <laughs> but I love playing the karaoke. I also like I like singing with just my character. Yeah. But I also love interject like the interjecting um, option. Mm. For yeah, 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 yeah. It's just so random because. They'll just say random words. Yeah. The, <laughs> while the bartender is the one actually singing, your main yep. character can interject with where it's kind of like when like when people sing along. Yeah, like 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 they'll repeat a phrase at the end of a verse or something. It's pretty funny. So a little going off of that, actually, there's gonna be a point where you can play another mini game that hasn't been unlocked for you yet. You can actually go on dates with three different girls. And you can do karaoke with them, and That's you'll get different. Awesome. Yeah, you, they'll sing the same songs <laughs> that. Would be, yeah, well, I don't know. I haven't gotten to there yet. I don't think maybe you can do duets, but there's a part where, um, you know, when the woman sings like for some some songs, uh -huh. um, they'll they'll start singing. Then it'll transition to like those really fancy cutscenes where it shows them like singing in like this really crazy setting, and okay. it's like the best thing ever. I'm All like, right. oh my god, That's I'm great. I'm so excited. Oh that. yeah. And on top of karaoke, I'm also playing. I've been going to the disco club a lot. <laughs> Maharaja. It's so much fun. And at that one was a little, was pretty hard to figure out. Because yeah. The way it works is in front of you, there's a grid. And the grid is, is a bunch of squares put together. Yep. And what will happen is on any random point of the grid, uh -huh. an X will appear. And you start in the center of the the circle so one of the boxes in the center and you have to find the x and then press it by the time um it aligns with the beat and so what will happen is all your buttons so for triangle circle x and square they'll appear on certain parts of the grid you have to get them in order and you have to get them on time or else you miss the dance move and yeah. also if you have a really bad score they boo you and it's sad. I know. I hate that so <laughs> I hate much. When they boo me. 
me. When I lose, I feel so bad because he walks away in shame and people are like, boo. And then after I'm like, this, yeah, and go ahead. Yeah, and then after that, I'm just like, okay, I'm doing this again. Yeah, yeah. You want to redeem yourself. I have to redeem myself. I haven't gone three stars yet. I'm trying for that. I've gone <sighs> up to two. I gave up on that. I just started playing pool. <laughs> just sure. to give up and start playing pool. And you it's know what's, what I actually think is a lot harder than um, the disco thing was is the batting cage. Or oh, I, yeah. I was going to say that. So I'm, I've gotten a lot better with the batting cage, but holy crap, it took a really long time for me to figure out this one. Want me to give you a tip? What's the How tip? How to tip it? Okay, so... Um, it takes a lot of concentration and like finesse to do this. So when the ball is coming towards you, like you know how um, Kiryu has an idle animation. Yeah. It'll stop for a second when he and that's when he's about to hit it. So press X when he's about to stop his idle animation. Oh, okay. And then he'll hit it and you'll be perfect. Really? Yeah, I found that out like just looking on Google. I was okay. like, oh shit, because I I wanted to like. You wanted the prizes, right? Yeah, I, I, I want <laughs> the prizes too. I just oh I also need the trophy I... to 100 percent this game. <laughs> so yeah, so next time you play the batting cages. Um, make sure you see his like wait for his animation to stop his idle animation to stop and that's when he's about to hit the ball okay so yeah it's a little tip for you alright yeah um, yeah no totally uh, yeah I mean I'm still stuck on chapter 5 I, I don't get me wrong I do like the story I just right now all the sub stuff is just so Side fun stories are really fun like yeah. Jeremy said in the last podcast you get a dollar for every game in the game yeah there's 60 games oh totally oh, there's there's 60 games air quotes 60 games. 60 games yeah uh yeah it's a lot of fun like i don't know if you've done fishing yet that's actually pretty interesting I done fishing yeah yet. um if you go to the thrift store again where you buy the killer bee you can buy the best pole in the game for 30 million and that's all you need after that you don't need anything else you don't even need bait <laughs> you can use that pole wow i caught a great white shark what yeah it was a hundred thousand dollar sixty thousand pound great white shark in tokyo bay wow yeah was, i haven't sold it yet oh yeah i was like it's like he pulls out the reel and i'm like is that a great white shark it was bigger than me okay <laughs> like, legit question hell? could you actually get great white sharks in the bay no they're deep water sea, <laughs> that's sea what animals I, that's what i thought yeah that's ridiculous because some of the shadows and because have you ever played animal crossing i've seen people play animal crossing before so when you go out fishing in animal crossing there's like the shadows of the fish on the on in yes on, like on the surface of the water when you pull or you pull out there, you can throw it near its head, and then it'll look at it and start biting at it. Same concept in Yakuza. Okay. Um, it'll turn red, and then it'll start poking at the, the fishing poles. And then you have to lure it in. Yeah, and then there's a certain point where the bobber goes down underneath the water, and that's when you press X and reel it in. Okay. Uh, some of the shadows are, like, way larger than you, and those are the ones you want to go for because those are the bigger fish. Got it. And that's where the great white shark came from. I'm like, am I going to pull up a dinosaur next? <laughs> like, what's going to happen? <laughs> I wonder if you're – because you know how – you know how sometimes yeah. for – you know how sometimes for mm-hmm. games like that, mm-hmm. there's like really ridiculous things like you can pull out a car out of the ocean or out yeah, of the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can pull out a boat. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, um, our guest just walked in. Hi. Hi, introduce yourself. I am Brandon. This is Brandon. He's another one of our coworkers. And he's also a pretty huge gamer like us. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Tens of minutes a day. <laughs> Tens he, of minutes. He's also a longtime fan of the show. You know, <laughs> we're like on our, over on our fourth episode. I'm not just a, a member. I'm a fan. Yeah, that's true. He's listened to our podcast. Does it go the other way around? Uh, Did I mess it up? No, you're fine. Fix it in editing. <laughs> fix, it in, <laughs> fix it in post, right? 
So we're going to stop our discussion about Yakuza, although we're probably going to be providing updates every single week when yeah. we progress in the game. Until until the next iteration of the game comes out. Yes, until we finish. Yeah. Uh, so we kind of want to talk to you about Zelda, Breath of the Wild, since it kind of just came out. Oh, yeah. I mean, your thoughts, your ideas, like, do you like it so far, first of all? You can Tens say whatever you of want. Minutes. Tens, Tens of, of minutes. Tens of minutes. I really, I do enjoy it, actually. I've always been a strong fan of the Zelda games. I actually buy Nintendo consoles specifically for those games. Which, okay. Yeah, we can go into that a whole other crazy time, this whole crazy thing. No, I mean, like... Yeah, like go for it. Like, I mean, yeah, go for it. What, what's, like, for the GameCube, what was the first game or the first game that you bought? What was the, for your favorite game? Uh, the GameCube, yes. I bought it when I think I was 18 uh, off of eBay. <laughs> used and i bought it specifically for wind waker oh and that was a good choice i yeah. like that that was <laughs> i agree um and and so i've also purchased recently a wii u mm-hmm. before the switch was announced of course uh used in preparation for uh breath of the wild nice to just you know stay consistent really consistent Love which it. by the way i have something real quick to say is it true that the Switch doesn't really have any launch games because all the games can be bought on Wii U? I. Do you want me to say yes? I don't. <laughs> what I want I, you. To say. I will say whatever you want right now. <laughs> I I have no idea either. Okay, because I heard that was a complaint about the Nintendo Switch since it's expensive right now. Yeah. All the games are out on Wii U, so you don't even necessarily have to buy the new Switch out yet. Let me look at Google. Let me see what Google will tell me for the Switch games. Because I thought Mario Kart was one of them. Well, this is Maybe my this is my opinion on it. I think you can get Mario Kart on Wii U as well. Yeah, you can. It's uh, the, this eighth one. They had just redid it for Switch and added some stuff. So, this is the way I look at it from from what I what I logically gather is if they wanted to force people to buy the Switch via a game release, Zelda was probably going to be the guy to do it with. So if they didn't do it there, they probably didn't do it on any other games. But I'm sure they have a lineup of games to be released in the future that will maybe force this. Uh, I'm not entirely sure. Uh, yeah. Um, so here are the launch titles. There's uh, five games that came out for the Switch uh, well, on the third. Breath of the Wild, 1-2 Switch, which I think is like the stock game that came with it. It's like Wii Sports. Okay. Um, Super Bomberman R. Skylanders, Imaginators, and Just Dance 2017. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, so I changed my mind. I actually, I actually got the Wii U for Just Dance 2017. <laughs> <laughs> is it too late to change my answer? No. <laughs> <laughs> so coming on later this month is has been Heroes, Snipper Clips, I Am Setsuna, and Fast RMX. Next month is Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, which is just Mario Mario Kart 8, but you know for the Switch. Mm-hmm. Arms. Which <laughs> is that, that weird boxing game? Puyo Puyo Tetris is later in spring 2017. Summer is Splatoon 2 and Rhyme. Oh, Splatoon 2. Yeah. And then wow. in fall 2017, it says Elder Scrolls V Skyrim. Hmm. I, I guess. Interesting. And then sometime in the winter, I guess, I will be Mario Kart, or I'm sorry, Mario, Super Mario Odyssey. And then sometime in the year, unannounced, is Street Fi- Ultra Street Fighter 2, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles, Minecraft, FIFA. Xenoball or Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2, Disgaea 5, Sonic Mania, and Steep. And Which, NBA by 2K. the way, guys, if if you don't own Minecraft 
on every single device <laughs> and console yeah. already, I, I strongly urge that you go out to a place where games are purchased and or sold and immediately buy it for every console and device you can. Yeah, no, totally. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, the, the amount of children that play Minecraft is... Is me. <laughs> Tens of minutes, people. Did you play Minecraft? Are you on Minecraft? I have I have secrets to show you. Did oh. you did you play Minecraft? I did. Yeah, I built my my old, my hometown house in really? Minecraft. Yeah. Did you build a town? No, just the house. Okay. Cuz <laughs> I think where I dropped off of Minecraft is I built my town to the point that people populated it and then Oh wow. And then I felt accomplished. I mean, I didn't beat the game. I didn't go no. to what's it called? The other world and beat that dragon, but Oh, uh, the Nether. Yeah. But well, not the hype. Like we'll go back to uh, Zelda in a in a second here. Sure, <laughs> sure, sure. But uh, as far as, as as Minecraft goes, you're either gonna be one of those those people that like to explore and you just don't want to be creative, or yeah. you want to be creative and you could care less about exploring. And maybe the rare few individuals kind of have a healthy balance of both. But I was one of the creative types, so. Oh, gotcha. As far as, like, I did go through the game really fast and tried to do all that extra stuff, but mm -hmm. after doing it for 30 minutes or you know, an hour, I was yeah, like, yeah. cool, that's that's done. We're done with this. And then I went back to building my, um, you know, cities. Did you play it on PC? I did. Yeah. Yes, that's, that's my favorite way to play. Like, uh, I uh, got world edit and things like that and really went to town. That's to awesome. I, I started legit, like, let's build things legitimately. And then it turns out, you know, you can only do so much as one person without tools. And I'm yeah. Like, no, I want to build bigger, and I don't want to spend the rest of my life in this. So I got the tools. Uh, but we could actually probably talk about that next episode. Yeah, we could. Yeah, let's talk about that next time. I think that's a whole other thing because I know my brother plays Minecraft like almost religiously, or he did before, and he and I did some things. But we'll mm -hmm. talk about that next time. Yeah. Go so back to yeah. Zelda. <laughs> yeah, let's go back to Zelda. Um, I haven't gotten very far in the game. I'm still at where I like to call uh, Tutorial Island. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking about this at lunch. <laughs> oh, yeah, Tutorial Island. It's basically a place that you go in the game that is all nice and gentle and mm -hmm. nothing really bad can happen. And the story is just presented to you in a nice, subtle way. And you have to complete a series of tasks that are all geared yeah. to show you how to play the game and what the game will be in the future. Oh, totally. Uh, so... Know, you're unlocking things there, but really, you're not really unlocking them. You're just learning about them, and they don't let you use them until you learn about them. Blah, blah, blah. That kind of mentality. Uh, so I'm still on Tutorial Island. I think I'm going to be complete with it shortly if I get around to playing, maybe even tonight. Uh, but my initial observations about the game is that it's very different than other Zelda games uh, that I've played. I haven't played all of them, but this particular one took a very like survivalist game type of approach where yeah. it still has a lot of the elements of what Zelda was before, uh -huh. but they've also incorporated new ways of thinking about it. So you'll go and collect resources if you want to get your health back. You have to gather food and you can cook this food into other things that can then help you. Uh, do things better. Uh, for instance, there's a cold area in Tutorial Island mm -hmm. 
and you need to get through it. But to get through it, you have to stay warm. And food is one of those methods that you can do this. Yeah. So they they have boons that will help you out, and I'm sure the game will get harder. But right now, the monsters are relatively uh, low threat. I think I died once due to stupidity. <laughs> that means it'll happen many, many more times. <laughs> Tens of minutes. Tens of minutes Tens of times. Tens of minutes of times. Uh, so that is actually pretty interesting. For me, I come from a background of playing games like that, so it's the novelty of it has kind of been long worn off due to other games and playing those games. But I think there's a lot of people that will enjoy that element of this game. There's also uh, a strong like technological design about the game. And what I mean by that is the, the temples in the area uh, and even the device that you start off with uh, have their roots geared in, like it seems like it's future technology, mm. but designed in such a way that it kind of bridges the Stone Age with the future technology. So it's to me, I've never seen anything like that in any other of the Zelda games. Uh, so it's it was a surprise. Like I was like, oh, I feel like I'm playing Halo Zelda. Halo Zelda. <laughs> Halo Zelda without the guns, of course. Yeah, maybe yeah. Not the Covenant or you know other things like that. But uh, it was I I've enjoyed the design so far. Basically, cool. Uh, nothing that destroys my immersion into the world. I really like the art style too. Yeah, it looks like a, a movie. Yeah, uh, I can I can I'm I compare it to uh, Wind Waker quite a bit actually. Mm -hmm. The the tune shading is very much like Wind Waker. Uh, so far, they kind of seem to have a story arc that matches in essence what Wind Waker was. Where when you start in Wind Waker, you kind of are released into this world that has already been long dormanted by. Ganon's past actions. Hmm. Ganon being, of course, for people who don't know, the ultimate bad guy in the series. Uh, so you are released into this world again, and this world has very much suffered similar consequences, and it is up to you to hurry up and put things right before it gets worse. Hmm. Um, and that's pretty much the breadth of the wild of my experience. <laughs> You know, going back to the survival aspect of the game, you're saying, I f do you think it was this this Nintendo title was influenced by games like DayZ and uh, Minecraft, where they had that whole survival aspect where you had to gather food, collect supplies, build stuff? Absolutely, I feel yeah. like those games absolutely influenced the direction of this mm -hmm. game. I feel like they want to do something new and also reach out to the, the younger audience that mm -hmm. is really into these other. Uh, game types and you know I think they do a pretty successful job from what I've seen of bridging these game mechanics into Zelda but not removing ultimately the essence of what Zelda is and that's like a puzzle dungeon slash item crawling cool discovery game yeah so no, that's great it still has the magic which is good it still has the magic of that, what Zelda is the Nintendo but it, magic but a nice unique twist to what it would have previously been in older games. Mm -hmm. Is someone who's never played Zelda before going to enjoy this in terms of the story and the style? Um, 
Well, there are definitely things that I pick up on because I am a fan of the Zelda games. But so far, none of those things are actually uh, pivotable, pivotable in uh, your necessary knowledge of, of what you have to know for this story to make sense so far. Um, traditionally, none of the Zelda games actually make much sense if you think about them. <laughs> so I can't say that that ever was an issue. It is, it's almost like a, a Final Fantasy effect. Yeah where you go into this world, it's magical, it's different. Um, it doesn't have to necessarily make a whole lot of sense. It just has to have a basic story for you to follow. And I think that's what this has. So I, I feel Got like it. if you're not a fan of the Zelda games in, in the sense that you just haven't played one before, there's a large opportunity for you to find a new love in this game. Awesome. That's great. That's, um, I'm a huge fan of Wind Waker. I think that's my favorite game of all the Zelda series. And said, since you said it kind of looks and feels like that, now I really want to play it. And, and to be honest with you, uh, Wind Waker is one of my favorite as well. Yeah. Uh, nice. The only other one that is, is strong in my heart is Link to the Past. Mm-hmm. A Link to the Past, I guess. Uh, just because that was one of the first games that I had played when I was a young kid. Nice. Yeah, that's a really good title. I mean, obviously, they made a sequel to it like years later. <laughs> yeah, I think they re-released that on on the uh, Nintendo game market. So oh, nice! You can actually, buy the the uh, Link to the Past on the Nintendo console. Ah, hmm. oh, gotcha. Like Bridge. basically the official emulator. Right? Yeah, the emu- their <laughs> official emulator. Or you could probably just do like millions of other people and download a free emulator from yeah. some auspicious place. I don't do that. <laughs> no, anyway. <laughs> I'm definitely not going to do that. I'm wink, definitely wink. not. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely right. not encouraging anybody to go out to your nearest <laughs> store where emulators are stolen or slash downloaded. <laughs> but do it. <laughs> like and it would be completely illegal for me to suggest that anybody did this and go to this exact website. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good thing you're not doing that, right? Yeah, it's a very good thing that you're not doing that. People are like on Google right now, like <laughs> emulators. <laughs> what are they and what do they do? <laughs> <laughs> Give it to me. <laughs> Isn't Arnold ever said that in one of his movies? <laughs> Give it to me. He's <laughs> 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 like choking. <laughs> <laughs> Give it to me. Timmy Turner. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that's, not, that's not even that's Arnold. That's not even Arnold that's anymore. Not, yeah. It was that's an Arnold facsimile. Though. Yeah, 100%. It's a Jorgen, right? <laughs> yeah, Jorgen von Strangle. <laughs> <laughs> Great show. Oh, really yeah, I love this. <laughs> mm. uh, Tens of minutes, people. Yeah, <laughs> as you said it. Mm-hmm. That'll be our, our, our new shirt in our <laughs> tens store. Tens of minutes. Yeah, tens of minutes. We'll have tens of shirts printed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Email us if you want one. That may, doesn't exist. It may take tens of months. <laughs> tens of months. It's like the sequel to that movie, yeah. Tens of Months. Tens of Months. <laughs> we'll get to it when I care. <laughs> uh, what else do we have on the agenda? That doesn't exist. <laughs> I was not prepared for this yeah, podcast. Okay. Well, what did we want to talk about last time that we well, didn't get to? I wanted to talk about two indie games that I... Been, that I've been playing that I finished yeah. last week. Okay, go ahead. And I encountered these two games just by going to the Vita store because I had credit, and I was thinking, oh, 
I'm just going to check it out and see what I can get. The two games that I bought are called Home and Alone With You. They're both by the same game developer. His name is Benjamin Rivers, and he's an indie game developer. Nice. Yes. And for I'll talk about Home first. Home is... When you start playing Home, there is a screen that pops up that says, if you're playing this game... We suggest that you spe- that you um, allocate one to an, one to uh, one point five hours playing this, so that you can go straight through, as well as play this game with headphones, because this because a lot of the music or the score of this game is really influential on the mood, and how it works is you're a person and you're you find your you wake up and you find yourself inside of this house, and. It's a mystery game trying to figure out why you're in this house. And as you're figuring out what's going on, it leads to you trying to solve murder mystery. Hmm. And what I really like about this game is the fact that even though it's only an hour, hour and a half game, it has a lot of playability because there's multiple endings and you have choices so you, for example, can encounter an item. Say you encounter a notebook, and it will have a description, and then it will say, did you pick up this notebook or not? And I can pick up the notebook, or I don't have to. And all of these things impact the ending that you get in the game. I've only played this game twice, so I don't know how many endings there are, but each of the endings that I got were both significantly different spoiler uh if you pick up the notebook you get ryan gosling <laughs> <laughs> and just start crying yes and you start crying into his arms oh so safe yeah <laughs> <laughs> and the second and the second game i finished is called alone with you and this story is based in like a random planet and you're alone on this planet with an ai and you have to escape this planet because a storm's coming, but your ship is broken. So you have to go to, and your ship is in this colony, an abandoned and destroyed colony from the past. And to escape, you have to go to different parts of the colony and figure out how you're going to repair your escape ship and what you're going to do. But along the way, you're finding out about four people who used to live in the colony and pretty much how the story is how it leads to the colony's demise that's crazy i know both of these games are pretty morbid and they're pretty dark i would have been happier if alone with you was also about ryan gosling (laughs) (laughs) i would accept both (laughs) um so what are you playing them on i'm playing them on my vita oh so you bring your vita to work that's cool my Vita is currently in my backpack. Nice. So, uh, topic for argument: Is it Vita or Vita? I think it's Vita. Is I say Vita. Vita la Vita. <laughs> Living la Vita loca. What do you I, say? I was gonna sing, but I, oh. I, 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 just, I chose not to. <laughs> it's okay. okay. Um, I Vita. Vita. I don't remember any of the commercials for this thing. They say it in the commercials, don't they? To the Google repository. <laughs> no, I'm lazy. We're not looking it up on Google. <laughs> uh, so I'm just going to say Vita until yeah. someone c- 
corrects me, gives me the proof, and says, you're saying it wrong. It's probably mm. either or, to be quite honest. Like, you can say it either way, and both answers are actually acceptable. Yeah. Right. Because there's a lot of words in the English language due to uh, past wars <laughs> <laughs> that might be very, pronounced very past <laughs> <wars>. <laughs> two, different wa- <laughs> two different ways. Not pointing fingers to anybody. <clears throat> you can't you can't see me pointing fingers right now, but I am. They're just yelling Vita at each other. Yeah. <laughs> it's Vita. Yeah, it's Vita. Uh, are, are you looking it up right now? No, I'm no. checking work email. <laughs> oh Sorry. my god. Sorry. Okay. Can you just send out an email to work right now? And just say what? Is it Vita? Is it Vita or Vita? Is it Vita or Vita? Yeah, you just write, you write it the same way either way. <laughs> yeah. The hell are you talking about, Jeremy? <laughs> exactly. And then speaking of the Vita Vita, however you want to say it. Can we call it Vita Vita? Vita Vita. <laughs> um, I'm not going to talk about it in detail on this podcast, but last year I was obsessed with this game called Persona 4 Golden, which I played on ah. the Vita. In fact, it's one of my top five favorite games of all time. But Persona Pers- is it Persona or Persona? Yeah, I don't Look know what about you that. did, Brandon. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I'm questioning everything now. As it should be. Oh, my God. But Persona 5 is coming out in April. That's right, for the PS4, right? Yes, which means I have to finish all of these goddamn <laughs> games so I could play Persona 5 because I'm really excited for that one. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things about the series. I've never played it yet, but we'll see. Yes. I'll, tens of minutes. I'll spend tens of minutes playing it. If I like it, I'll spend seconds of minutes playing it. So real quick, with Persona 4 Golden, I've spent so many tens of minutes. Like maybe tens of, like maybe tens of minutes times 100. So I don't know. So many tens of minutes. So many tens of minutes. <laughs> I've actually played through the game three times. No way. I've And Persona 4, for everybody, this game takes 60 to 70 hours to complete. Maybe on a good day, maybe on a good day, tens of minutes you might be able to finish it in 50 hours but i was really obsessed with the game i loved it a lot it's very character driven i was trying to unlock basically everything with all the characters and the side characters as well as just do every single random thing i could do in the social league nice but i will talk about that on another podcast anyways persona coming out excited nice nice oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) seems really nice yeah, well, tell us how it goes. I've never played it before. Yes, but first I have to finish everything that I'm already backlogged with. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's the struggle right now. The struggle is it's like having a Steam account. <laughs> I'm with you there. I own 250 games, but what I lack is the tens of minutes to play these 250 games. Have you seen that website where you can type in your Steam information? It'll tell you how much you've paid over the years, like in total for your Steam games. Why that? Why would so some people just want to see the world burn? They just want to be ashamed of themselves. So, yeah, that's that's like in World of Warcraft, you could go slash time played. Yeah, yeah like, like why like, would anybody want to do that? I'm playing this game to escape my life, not yeah. to realize how much of a loser I am. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> well, I did it. I did. I did that. Now I spent you, over. Are you happy or sad? I'm really sad. I'm really sad. I spent over a thousand dollars on Steam games. That's that's not <laughs> so. But here, does does the website have that thing where like, oh, you bought this on this sale? How many dollars did you save? 
Yeah, it does that too. It tells you every stat about everything that you've done. I game. saved ten dollars. Yeah, I'll tell you like how, during this year how much you I saved. don't do sales. <laughs> they scare me. <laughs> Those summer sales though, you can't beat them. Like fifty cents for something, you know. I know. I want every summer to be summer so that I can have those Steam sales. <laughs> <laughs> sweet, sweet Steam sales. Oh yeah. Imagine if Minecraft is on Steam. Oh my God. I mean, I would buy it again. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying you for would all buy of your consoles. For, like a, for all of your consoles. For a third time on the PC, it's <laughs> yeah. on Steam, right? Yeah. Like it's already. You could buy it as a web extension Java module. Yeah. You can buy it on the Windows Store now for a PC. And you can why not your, put it yeah. on Steam? You can put on the. You, you can buy it off the Play Store, the Apple iOS Store. You can put it on your phone. It's it's insane. Mm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm, yeah. Just, mm, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think I'm done now. Oh, okay, hold on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we just lost a bunch of listeners who were like huge Minecraft fans. We've lost three <laughs> listeners. <Yeah. laughs> Looking at you, Notch. <laughs> JK. <laughs> Give us your money. Matter of fact, I'm actually going to unsubscribe. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's a. I'm, I'm lying. <laughs> oh, my God. Have me on the show every week and not. Have no choice but to unsubscribe. Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. Woo! So um, next, next, please. What's next on the agenda? You see, what's next? You're, you're the podcast I, master. You see, this is the thing. I didn't write an agenda because I'm still stressed from the last podcast from work. Yeah, no worries. So I completely forgot to make an agenda for this. We can talk about it's all okay. kinds of games. We can talk about console games. We can talk about PC games. We can talk about board games. How I'm bored of them. <laughs> are they called board games because they are boring? <laughs> Unless you're playing the game of life. That's just reality hitting you in the ass. Is that why nobody wants to play that game? <laughs> yeah, very much. <laughs> I love board games, but that's because I'm a super competitive ass person who loves trivia and words. <laughs> I might I might partially dislike them because I lose. Yeah, I, I prefer single player games. <laughs> Where I still somehow lose. <laughs> yeah. Still somehow die. Does it, does it work if I get quieter but closer to the mic? It's a little soothing. That soothing just sounds mic. like ASMR. Because I'm the only one wearing the headphones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, our voices are so different. My, my so, voice, I can tell, has like a deeper pitch to it. What if I stare right into your eyes while talking like this? I think at least I might have to breathe in my head. I am uncomfortable. <laughs> Leave the room so I can take the other mic. I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. What does that even mean? You should go. Oh my <laughs> I'm, joking. God. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. He's not. <laughs> All this talk about Ryan Gosling got me hot and bothered. But really, though, I don't have anything else on the, on the agenda unless anyone has anything to say. No, I mean we could just we could wrap up now. Yeah, wrap it up. I think we've hit the we, mark. Um, you know, I think we've we've had a successful podcast. So should far. we have the wrap it up music ready for next time? So we just wrap it up. And get <laughs> it in editing post. Well, this is the thing. We don't have wrap up music. I'd like to thank the academy. Also, <laughs> also moonlight. <laughs> what if we uh, record one of us like humming like da 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 da, and then that will be our wrap up music, and we just play that at the end of every episode. Or you could like you know those those like sh- like the shitty recorder. That's a terrible idea. <laughs> yeah, you know? So, anyways, my idea was good. Yours is <laughs> okay. Idea. So, are you trying to say you want to sing the wrap up song? Did you say rap? Yes. Mm, yes. 
I'll wrap the wrap up song. <laughs> oh no. I think I know I think we all know a guy who could help us with that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Inside do... jokes that no one will understand. No Can you just do a spoken word version of a rap song? <laughs> Is that even possible? You have, to, you, have to, like, away. you have to like clap and stomp your feet before you start each verse. <laughs> oh God. Oh, anyways, so I think we could call it a day. Yep. Okay. All right, we're gonna end this podcast. Brandon, thank you for joining. Oh yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah. Thank you. Are you coming next week? Yes. I mean, if they don't tell me to work really hard right during the time you guys record, I will. Be here next week. We'll let you know. And have an agenda next time so that I can okay. <laughs> so I can interrupt you I'm every so agenda. Sorry. It's not your fault. It's her fault. <laughs> <laughs> Is this mic still on? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's still on. <laughs> uh nothing. Nothing. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening to the fourth episode. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.